Please listen carefully. 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 Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Round yon Christmas, everybody. We hope you have a wonderful holiday with those that you love. And for this little bonus Christmas Eve episode, Allie and I are joined by the one and the only Santa Claus. Santa, thanks for taking time at this most hectic point in your schedule to sit down with us. Well, it's so great to be with my favorite kids in the whole wide world. (laughs) I know you must be extremely busy, and I was wondering how excited are you at this moment? Oh, it's extremely busy time of the year. But Santa stays excited all year long because <laughs> of all the good boys and girls that are out there. I imagine that it's a, uh, it of course is is a 24-7, 365 uh, job. You are constantly busy. When When do you really start to gear up? When does your very, very busy season begin. Do you, are you, are you, do you take a hard line about before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving? When is, when does your season really begin in earnest? Well, I would say I, I relax the week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. But when January 2nd rolls around, it's time to start mustering up all the elves and getting everything straightened up at the Toy Center and getting ready for the year to come. There's a funny scene in the movie Elf uh, where all the chaos of Christmas has just happened at the North Pole. It's like the day after. And they all start cheering and say, all right, Christmas is over. On to next year and start making more toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, um, you know, I do... Mrs. Claus makes me take a day or two off, you mm. know, because we're we're aging gracefully. You know, but it's it's important, I think, to have a healthy work life balance. So, um, you and Mrs. Claus, what what do you do um, for fun? How do you relax? One of my best experiences is well, we like to take time and go down to the Outer Banks. During the summer. Oh, Lawrence, and, you used to go to the Outer Banks. <laughs> yep, still do. Oh, yeah. I know Lawrence has been there. I've seen that boy and, oh, his, did you? and oh. his children. But oh. one year, one year, I'm sitting on the beach. It's late July, early August. Mm-hmm. And I've got my beach umbrella there. I'm sitting in my beach chair in a T-shirt and bathing suit, and I've got a hat on. But I can see this young family walking up the beach, 
And I can see the brother and the sister talking to each other and looking over at me and pointing and pointing out to the mother and father. And the little boy goes, hey, Santa, what are you you doing here? I said, well, even Santa gets to take a vacation. But remember, Santa's always watching. And I got a big yes from the parents. (laughs) And I know they use that over those kids the whole rest of the year. Yeah. (laughs) What is, um, as you've been uh, talking to the children this year, is there anything in particular that's especially kind of the hot item that the kids are asking for? Um, I mean, I had one little girl ask me, if she could be accepted to the Hogwarts school. And it's like, well, you know, but it can be as, you know, I want a new cell phone or I want a new car. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, it's it's all over the board. Um, I, I can't come to mind of any one particular item that I'm afraid of running out of. Got it. Got it. About how often does somebody pull on your beard? Only when someone doesn't think it's real. And then I might get a little tug on it. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I I, I can see the hand coming and I can sort of deflect it because I want them to know that I'm real. But I don't want them to pull out half of my beard to go show their friends that I'm real (laughs) also. Yeah, that would hurt. Do you have a favorite depiction of you, a movie, a favorite Christmas movie where they just, they really got your essence correct, or they really just, they, they, they really depicted the, the flavor of Christmas accurately? I, it's really hard to pinpoint one particular, you know, you can go way back in time and, um, you know, Miracle on 34th Street or, um, so, yes, the, the, there's so many rich, rich movies that come out this time of the year that we can reflect on and, and enjoy. And I don't get to watch them because I'm busy. Well, you're too busy. I'm yeah. too busy. And Mrs. Claus, you know, in June, July, I don't want to watch those movies. I saw them back in December kind of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you got to give a little, take a little, whatever it is. All right. Well, if you have any children in the room, this message is to our listeners. Now would be the time for you to press pause and either finish this episode another time when they're not around or wait till they leave the room. So if you have children who are listening to this episode, go ahead and hit pause and wait to finish the rest of the episode until they are out of earshot. All right. Well, at this point, we will assume you've hit pause and made sure there's no children listening anymore. Um, As you've probably guessed, uh, we are talking to Jim Helms, who plays Santa Claus. So let's talk to Jim about playing Santa Claus. He's one of Santa's helpers. Jim Helms is not actually Santa. Um, So tell us about your work as Santa. How did you get into this? And what do you do? What's your favorite part of your job? Well, how did I get into it? I grew a beard. That's an awesome first step. And I grew a beard because I hated to shave. 
And for years, I would keep my beard very neat, very close cropped. And I was just making a mess. So I said, I'm going to let it grow. And I started letting it grow. And people would say, oh, you know, maybe you could be Santa or something like that. And I'm going, eh, yeah, whatever. And I started looking into Santa. And some Santas make very, very big monies being at the malls. And I looked at that and I said, hmm, that could be an interesting retirement package. (laughs) (laughs) So... As I grew older and my beard grew longer and grew whiter, um, reality started stepping in and saying, you know, if you really tried to commit to this from Thanksgiving to the end of December 24th, your life is a mall. Hmm. And, you know, you would have the kicking and the screaming and the crying and the sick children (laughs) sitting in your lap. Is that really how you want to lead up to Christmas? And I said to myself, no, that is not. Uh, But I like the idea of being Santa. And I was starting to get what uh, my wife and I would call Santa sightings, where (laughs) we would be out. We, We could be at one of the big box stores and we could be walking down the aisle, you know, aisle. And all of a sudden you see a little kid just stop point and look up and it's like is that santa and you know and and kids would ask me well are are you santa and i'd say well i can't tell you because that wouldn't be fair to the other kids if i told you that i was and i'll just you know leave it leave it like that so i decided all right I, i would pursue it a little bit more so i bought the santa suit which for many years was the most expensive suit I'd ever owned, but could only wear <laughs> for four weeks. <laughs> and even, even then, it was just down to certain times. Well, from there, it grew into I would do uh, the Christmas luncheon where I worked. And then uh, my wife was working as a special ed aide, at one of the local high schools. So I came in and did Santa for the classroom, which was just, oh, it was was an amazing time. And I would come into there, and they would arrange for there to be a present for Santa to give each child. So I would would do that. Uh, I've Since then, I've done... uh, my wife went to work at the, a local elementary in a special ed class, oh. and I would come in and do Santa for the class. And the, the principal noticed me and said, well, hey, you think sometime we could arrange for you to come in and do Santa for the whole school? Absolutely. So they would have all on the last day of school, they would have all their kids come into the cafeteria auditorium area. And, you know, they're doing Christmas carols. The the person is sort of orchestrating it would have a key phrase. And then I would pop out from behind the curtain and everybody just goes absolutely nuts. So, um, you know, those opportunities, uh, a Santa brunch, uh, where 
it, it started off with literally a babe in arms and has grown to uh, the daughter is now the oldest daughter is in the fourth grade. The youngest is in the second grade. So I think this is our ninth or 10th year of doing Santa brunch. And again, it grew from just the babe in arms to pre pandemic. They would have maybe 10 families all come together. And I would, Santa would go out there and there would be all these picture ops and, you know, all the excitement. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole gamut of things. So it's just, it's a fun time. It makes my Christmas. So I got to ask, how much does the whole suit and the whole get up, how much does that cost? Larry, I, I, I can, I could tell you what I remember. I think I, I bought it, but this was probably 20 years ago. Okay. And I think I paid around $800 for that suit. Wow. Because, you know, if you're going to play the part, you're going to dress it up. Um, and, you know, the, the, you know, I mean, it's the boots, the, everything, uh, even a, a fake beard, which I didn't need. And it, it, it came with some, some fake uh, fat, which <laughs> I don't worry about because, I mean, the kids look more at the beard than they do the mm. belly. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was never an issue. Um, but it, it was, it, it was expensive for, for, for that time. And it, it was an investment, but I'm still wearing it. It's in great shape for being 20 years old. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't get that much use. <laughs> it's not. Have you ever have you ever wanted to wear it like to a wedding or a bar mitzvah or something like just to take it out again and like, hey, you know, it's the most expensive thing, like like a wedding dress. Right. You know, you just want to wear it again, like I, at I Thanksgiving. Quit, I quit wearing my wedding dress a long time. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, sometimes if like today, when if we've been out or other time, I mean, it's like, all right, let's go stop at this particular store. You know, somebody I know. Uh, you know, a, a retail and just pop in and full, full costume and, and shock everybody. But uh, <laughs> now it, it because I, I get quite warm in the suit. Oh, sure. When you were first getting into it, was there somebody you looked to some particular depiction that you modeled your own persona after? From my experience of going to see Santa, um, in, in Richmond, uh, there was a, a, a local department store called Miller and Rhodes who always advertised, uh, you know, the original Santa. And every year, that's where mom and dad would take me. Um, and just, you know, lo looking at those who were professionals at doing it. Um, so, and just, again, it, the modeling is not so important as it is the belief. Do you, um, have you ever heard of this thing that they have in New York City called SantaCon? SantaCon. It's, it's, it's turned into this kind of big, rowdy, young person's sort of drinking fest where everybody wears a Santa suit and runs from bar to bar and drinks too much. And it's just, it's sort of gotten like mob-like and a little bit out of control. Um, but 
the whole time, and I hate to sound sort of this scoldy and old and whatever, but um, I just keep thinking like, if I lived in New York, I would keep, and my kids were little, I would keep my kids far away from that. I would take that weekend and, and we would go to New Jersey or Connecticut <laughs> and get out of town because I would not want her seeing, um, you know, Santa peeing on a police car. Like, do you ever, do you no, ever see? Do not pee on police cars. No, and okay. I, you've never, but you've never been to SantaCon because you've never even heard of it. Do you ever um, see depictions of Santa like that and think, no, 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 this is not, you should not be doing this. You're, you're ruining it for the rest of us. Well, there's always going to be those individuals out there that take a good thing. They're, they're, they're taking something that's positive. They're taking something that's good and trying to be uh, reckless with it. Um, just uh, interest, you know, it's all about them being dressed up crazy and, and doing crazy things. And, no, I, I I don't need that. The world's crazy enough. I don't need to dress up to be crazy. Um, you know, I I want to keep Santa in Santa in Christmas and focus on the positive. You know, you mentioned New York City. One of the greatest things on Thanksgiving Day is the Macy's, Macy's Parade. And yeah. When, how does it conclude? Well, that's that to me. That's when Christmas, the Christmas season begins. When Santa, there you go. when Santa there you go. ends the parade, that's when Christmas for me begins. So I am way, way, way into Christmas. I go way overboard. I decorate everything, and I feel like that's uh, that goes back to my childhood. I feel like a big part of that is my mom and how she did Christmas. Is there anything about your upbringing that led you to do Christmas this way and to play Santa and all that kind of stuff? Well, yes, it was very special. Um, my parents worked for a, a small company, and every Christmas Eve, the owner of the company and his family would come over to my parents' house, and we would celebrate Christmas. And they were very generous in their Christmas presents. Um, so anyway, we always had this big meal, and it's just like, okay, can we get done eating? Can we get the kit? Can we get food put away? Can we get the dishes clean? Let's get to the presents because that's what it's all about. And we, we continued this tradition into um, our son. We're still going over to grandma and granddaddy's for Christmas Eve and this other family coming in. And then uh, a gentleman that I used to work for, he and his wife are Jewish. Um, but they would drop by on Christmas Eve and they would just just watch and just be amazed and hear all the presents being given forth until we would even include a present for them because we knew they would be coming over. So, yeah, just the, the tradition, um, the simplicity of the time. And when your season actually does end, um, is it, do you, do you do anything on Christmas Eve publicly or is that, do you shut that down and it's family time for you and the ones that you love? The second part is correct. It's just shut it down. Now, something I've always wanted to possibly do would be to visit the children at a hospital mm. who are still there yeah. over the Christmas time and just come around to them as Santa and just you know, acknowledge them and 
hopefully bring a little joy. But, I, you know, I, I could be asked, and it's going to depend on what the situation was, um, that, you know, I, I might be tempted if, if I'm in town. Sometimes, you know, Mrs. Claus and I, we, we go out of town for, at Christmas, but it, it would just depend on the opportunity. So with all that you do around Christmas and knowing also that your family is so important to you, um, when you look to the holiday, what is the biggest feeling that you have about Christmas? What is What does Christmas mean to you? Personally, as a Christian, it's a birthday party. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's the birthday party of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But not only do we get that personal relationship, we get presents. (laughs) So here it is, Christmas, where we're celebrating Jesus the greatest president ever, yet we take time to give presents to each other. That's just a lovely way, I think, to end this interview. Thank you so much for adding um, a terrific (laughs) flavor of the season, um, both as uh, yourself and as your alter ego. Yes, thank you so much, Jim. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for this opportunity. And Merry Christmas to all our friends. Thanks again, Jim. And thanks to everybody for listening to us this year. It's been so wonderful uh, starting this show and growing our audience. We hope all of our listeners have a very Merry Christmas. See you next time. Silent night, holy All else come, all else bright Round yon virgin mother and child Holy infant so tender and Sleep in hell
Thank you.